This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, OPM wants to make it easier for women to join the Senior Executive Service. Contractors on the losing end of defense awards will now be able to find out why faster. And a new effort by the Justice Department to help people learn about mergers and acquisitions. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. A new program offers opportunities for more women to join the Senior Executive Service. The Office of Personnel Management releases the Executive Women in Motion Pathways to the SES Toolkit to encourage interest in leadership positions. Currently, women comprise 37% of the SES. The EWIM Toolkit will help agencies host independent sessions with guidance from OPM. In the sessions, leaders can participate in interagency mentoring, collaboration, and more. OPM developed this toolkit to support the Equal Futures Partnership and the Executive Order on Diversity, Equity, Inclusion, and Accessibility. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas named new members to the Homeland Security Advisory Council yesterday. The new appointments come a year after Mayorkas fired dozens of previous council members in an effort to reconstitute the panel. Mayorkas says the rebuilt panel will help DHS focus on new threats and technologies. One of the new members, former Deputy Attorney General Jamie Gorelick, will co-lead the council. Former NYPD Commissioner Bill Bratton will continue to serve as the other co-chairman of the group. The IRS plans to hire staff to tackle its backlog faster, but struggles on competitive pay. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman explains. The IRS expects new hiring authority will allow it to bring new employees on board within 40 to 45 days rather than several months to deal with a major backlog of tax returns and correspondence. IRS Commissioner Chuck Reddick says this will help the agency resolve its tax return and correspondence backlog by the end of the calendar year. We compete if a private sector who can bring somebody on board the next week, and for us it's been a six to eight month process. Reddick says pay remains an issue and that the agency is stuck paying some of its frontline workers $15 an hour. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. The Veterans Affairs Department is running into more problems with the rollout of a new electronic health record. Its Inspector General's office finds the new EHR sometimes failed to notify providers that patients were flagged as being at high risk of suicide and gave providers an incomplete picture of patients' health care data. The EHR platform also suffered from data migration issues that prevented veterans from logging onto an online patient portal and sometimes led to links to telehealth appointments being sent using outdated contact information. Gaps in federal financial data are hampering oversight of COVID-19 relief spending. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday reports. Lawmakers are asking the Government Accountability Office for a comprehensive study of systemic issues agencies face in meeting their FOIA obligations. They want more information on government-wide challenges before they potentially craft new reforms to the open records law. The request comes as Attorney General Merrick Garland directs agencies to apply a presumption of openness when processing FOIA requests. The federal FOIA backlog has steadily grown in recent years, reaching approximately 142,000 cases at the end of fiscal year 2020. Justin Doubleday. 
Federal News Network. The Defense Department is considering how it will reopen some of its offices if coronavirus levels stay low. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni has more. The Pentagon says civilian employees will not be returning to business as usual as the pandemic continues to slow. The Defense Department released guidance on how non-military employees will come back to work in person, if they will at all. Deputy Defense Secretary Kathleen Hicks says supervisors must give employees 30 days notice before asking workers to change their current schedules. Changes will depend on local outbreaks and health protection status. DOD says it will be embracing more telework in the future to retain talent. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. Contractors on the losing end of a task or delivery order from the Defense Department worth at least $10 million are now eligible to receive a more detailed post-award debriefing. DOD finalized a rule to the Defense Federal Acquisition Regulation System that fully implements a provision from the 2018 Defense Authorization Bill. Under this final rule, DOD made only a few changes from the proposed rule. One major change is clarifying when the protest period starts, five days after the agency answers any follow-up questions after the debriefing. DOD says over the last three years, it made an average of more than 5,500 task and delivery order awards worth more than $10 million. The Justice Department and Federal Trade Commission are partnering to take a closer look at impacts of mergers and acquisitions. The agencies are offering a chance for feedback in four upcoming sessions. These forums come after a request for information on merger enforcement that the agencies released. The listening forums are open to consumers, workers, entrepreneurs, investors, and others. DOJ and the FTC are also collaborating to host a Spring Enforcer Summit on April 4th to work towards a whole-of-government approach to enforcing antitrust laws. A handful of lawmakers will serve on the congressionally mandated panel looking into the relationship between emerging biotechnology and national security. The commission will deliver an unclassified report to the president and Congress in the next two years. Nominees to the panel include Representative Ro Khanna, Senator Todd Young, and Representative Stephanie Bice. Other nominees include industry experts like Alexander Titus at Google Research. And GSA releases more details about the new Services Acquisition Multiple Award contract. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has some of them for us. The General Services Administration is step-by-step creating the new government-wide Services Multiple Award contract. The latest piece to this puzzle is the draft evaluation criteria that GSA is seeking comments on. GSA wants to use a self-scoring system where bidders can apply points based on 11 criteria to try to equal 50 credits. The qualifications matrix covers everything from innovation to management and staffing to corporate experience. Comments on the evaluation criteria are due by April 8th. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. I'm Eric White. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. Your story, it lives in River City, where you can enjoy a metropolitan vibe and a small town feel, where we set the standard for service and looking out for one another, where there's so much more than steak in our thriving food scene. Your story is the story of Omaha, told by those who live it and love it. Whether that's helping you keep up with the Cornhuskers or creating the content you crave, 
And here in the Omaha World Herald is where it comes to life. Omaha World Herald, where your story lives.